Here we go! Hey there, my name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you are tuned into Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. And if you're new here, hey there. Uh, We just found out about 10 seconds ago, I could not remember what the word preposition was. Uh, I also could not remember it, so it's fine. Collectively, we told, I knew it, I had it in my head. You did, you knew it, and you said what you thought it was. Yeah, but. I didn't didn't go with my gut. You did not. Next time, all gut. All the time. And that's PJ. You can hear him cooing. Yeah. He's just smiling at his mama because he won't be quiet and go to sleep. And he seems really sweet right now, but he was yelling just a minute ago. That's how babies work. Oh, yeah. Hey, so my name is Bubba. I'm one of the founders here at Love Thy Nerd, and I serve uh, as a full-time nerd culture missionary here with LTN, and I also have been on church staff for the last 12 years full-time doing all of the Jesus stuff in a bunch of different areas. It's really hard. It's really hard to do anything with him doing that (laughs) right there. I can't focus. You need to learn how to focus. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> little fun fact about me. I have been watching The Falcon and The Winter Soldier on Disney Plus, and I think that you should probably do that as me? well. I'm just talking generally to the oh. world. I think that we show- talked about this, about how I... And we're going to talk about this on another episode because I have it lined out, but I don't care about Marvel, y'all. Sorry. I don't... Like, I don't care about The Avengers or... I just... Hey. Words hurt, Mister. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it matters. But you can. I don't think it matters if you like Marvel or not, because this. I feel like what's happening here is similar to what happened in WandaVision, which just happened to be another Marvel show. But the way WandaVision dealt with like grief and depression and loss, I think that this show is going to deal with um, troubled pasts. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think it's going to have like a lot of racial undertones as well, um, you know, with Falcon picking up the mantle for um, uh, Sam, the Falcon picking up the mantle for Steve Rogers, the Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. So the idea of an African-American man picking up the mantle for, you know, a very prominent white man and all this stuff, like they're already starting in the first episode to kind of lean into those kinds of things. And if you want to know more about that, we have a great article on our website right now at lovethynerd.com about the first episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier written by Matt Williams, and I highly recommend going and checking those out. We did with WandaVision. Um, they didn't come out immediately because there's like a lot to unpack in those those shows, but we did a reflection on each one of those episodes. So you can go back and search WandaVision on the site as well. But uh, we'll have those hey, rolling out. Listen to me. You can recommend things in the nerdy recommendation portion saying, of the show. But right I'm now just, you're taking up all my time no, okay. to introduce myself hey, and talk about the thing that I want to talk about. Anna, this is my job, man. Listen, 
This I is a, my only part of your job is this show. I know. Also go to lovethenerd.com slash store. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if I sound weird to you this week, it's because I do sound weird. I am sick. <clears throat> and so um, I sound like this. And I'm sorry, everyone. But, you know, I can work from home and you get sort of a fun, different sound today um, that has more character uh, than my normal voice. Kind yeah, of gritty. This, this has not been as close as it is to my ears yeah lately so um but okay so this thing happened to me today whoa um uh oh i'm about to lose him we are anyway this thing happened today where i was um getting in the shower Okay. And I was like feeling the water temperature before I stepped in. And as I step in, I feel like I have a, like a really hard, high, hard, hard, really high arch on my foot. Okay. And like in the arch of my foot, I feel like there's something there significantly sized. Okay. Pull my foot out to see what it is, thinking maybe Naomi left one of her little hair like yeah. pony elastics in the in the shower. It's a spider, and I don't mean like a little spider. I mean a big spider, like, like a tarantula. Uh, not not quite tarantula size because we do have tarantulas, but it was like like a wolf spider. Yeah, like I mean, you stepped on a wolf spider. Yeah, so like you're a, dead. A ha- <laughs> it's fine. A half dollar would be a conservative size estimate for the size of this spider. Did it bite you or did you squash it? No, it didn't bite me. The water was like super hot, like scalding it. Oh. And so it was like, ugh. It was uh, having a bad time. It was not yeah. liking it. And it was kind of like in defense of just against the water. And so I'm like, <laughs> I didn't have a cup or anything in there to try to just wash it down the drain. So you... Um, well, I ended up just kind of like angling the plastic shower curtain liner to try and like, nice. you know, and he ended you up, MacGyvered it. it took a while cause he was like trying to swim upstream and stuff. Um, and he eventually just lost traction on the bottom of the tub and like, Oh no, oh, man. went down the drain. But then the entire like rest of the shower, I spent worrying about like, what if he comes back up? Like what, what if he found a, a place to cling to inside the pipe somewhere or like, you know, on the underside of the the faucet thing. Sure. Or the drain thing. Yeah. And then as soon as I turn off the water, he comes out like. Because that's the kind of stuff that scares me, man. And I'm not. I'd be more worried about something <sighs> dropping from above, like where you're not looking. I'm not anti-spider. I'm not even anti-spider in my house. Like in general. I feel like, well, God made spiders. And honestly, spiders are beneficial bugs because they kill the really nasty ones, you know? Sure. Gnats and mosquitoes and roaches. Like, they kill any little kinds of things you wouldn't want creeping and crawling in your house because they're, they're, like, they're like lions in the bug world. They're like the predator spiders. Okay. So they're good. Okay. Um. So don't kill them if you can just move them. Just flush them down the drain. Well, if it's in the shower and I touched it, for as it, long as it takes, done. yeah, we're done. I'm done with you. After, yeah, once once you crawl into the arch of her foot, she rides you off immediately. <laughs> I should All have these rules go out the window. this before we started. 
No, here's what you should have done. You should have warned me before I got into the shower he didn't after come back you. Up. He didn't come back up the drain. It was fine. You were worried that he was clinging to At the drain. At least it wasn't a scorpion. Was, I was legit. Like when I picked up my foot and I saw something with legs down there and it was scorpion sized. So I was like, oh my gosh. But it was not a scorpion. And it was just a wolf spider. Just and a wolf spider Texas, with the head of a wolf. Texas wolf spiders are, I don't know. I've heard that some wolf spiders in other parts of the country are like very aggressive. These ones Ours let you step not. on them in They're the shower. Like, yeah. <laughs> Ours are like, they just live out there in the grass and, you know, hang out. Yeah, they're not they're not so much worried about us. That's for dang sure. I I think we have when we lived a little bit further south, um, I think that I got bit by one. A wolf spider? I think so. Further south. Spring Ranch? Yeah. Okay, well I wasn't going to say that, but like Oh. Hey, we're oh. on the internet, bro. All right. Uh, Jeez. You know, Over they don't, they don't know which one it, they number. don't know which one it is. That's true. There are a lot of so them. Well, I, I said south, so I, they could probably figure it out. Now you're telling them more. No, I'm I, I'm telling you that our listeners are smart. No matter what you think, our listeners they are also smart. Love us. They do love us. So um I but yeah, I got bit because I was in we had this little outhouse. That sounds like a bathroom. It was like um out. Building, yeah, like an outbuilding. An outhouse is definitely a bathroom. But it, is, but it was. It was like a little house outside. It was like an outhouse. Um, <laughs> but it was like a, it, was, it was a, it was a storage shed, and it was really weird. It was like carpeted, and it had these weird shelves in it. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I do. Yeah. Yes. And it was like a basically, if 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 it were a building, like an actual building, it would have been condemned. But I was like, oh, I'm gonna put an Xbox in there. Well, yeah, it was one of those like somebody was like, oh, let's build a let's build a shed. Um, but we're not going to pay anybody to do anything. Yeah, we're just going to do it, it all felt ourselves. Like in a day, built a shed, and so which eventually burned down. So it did, didn't it? I don't. No, it didn't. I no, it didn't. It didn't. The neighbor's house that. burned down. Yes, true. But it was wired by the same person. That's why I'm thinking Hello. about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that thing was a death trap every time I flipped a switch. But anyway, I was out there, and underneath one of the the desk that I had all my stuff on. I like I I never felt it or anything, but like I was out there for a while, and when I when I came back in, I had this massive welt on my knee, and these two little puncture wounds. And I was like, mm. okay, well, how far is the hospital? It wasn't the mold allergy time. I mean, it, it was just in that one spot though, mm. and it had like puncture wounds. So, well, all that to say, if you see a spider in the shower. You tell me next time because I looked you dead in the eyes and said, I'm going to go take a shower. And you're like, pff, pff, sucker. I ran. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I'd I can't wait. By then. I'd forgotten because I was like, I told you something happened to me that I'm going to talk about on the podcast. And then. <laughs> yes, I went and took a shower before that. Yeah. That's it. No, time frame does not work out. Well, hey, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we are talking today all about the Imago Day. Two different days. D-E-I? E-I. Yeah. Yeah. Because D-I-E is die. D-E-I. Yes. Day. Latin. Yes. Um, so we're going to be talking all about the Imago Day, uh, and we've got a really fun way to talk about it and a little story to kind of help us get there. So stick around, and we'll be back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So let me just say, Disney Plus and Marvel have done wonders in terms of advertising the need for therapy to the geek community. From watching the anguish and grief of Wanda and WandaVision, and the clear invisible need for her to actually get professional help, to the fact that in the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we actually see Bucky, aka James Buchanan Barnes, getting professional help, and that it's actually good sound counseling. And honestly, Bucky's got like a century of things to actually process. But the things that she was telling him, you don't have to be a mercenary or a, you know, psycho to actually get the truth and the wisdom of it. One of the things that she pointed out was that he didn't have enough contact. He didn't have enough of a support network. He didn't have enough people in his life. As his therapist told him, if you are alone... That is the quietest, most personal hell. Now, the reality is, if you are a believer, you're not actually alone. God's with you. You know, the Holy Spirit dwells inside you. You have access to prayer at any point. We have all these things that are our spiritual, you know, lifelines, but that doesn't stop us from feeling alone. Yes, God is always with us. Jesus said he would never leave us or forsake us. We're not alone, but that doesn't actually stop us from feeling alone. And David knew that as well. In Psalm 25, 16, he says, turn to me and be gracious to me for I am lonely and afflicted. You know, in other translations say I am alone. And the reality of it is, even though we aren't alone, we can feel like we are and we don't ever want to look at just being lonely and say that that's an issue or that we need help with that but being alone is one of the most crippling things we ever actually deal with and go through so as Bucky's therapist said that he needed to nurture friendships I would encourage you nurture yourself nurture your friends and if you know other people in your world that feel alone remind them that they're not Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. there and welcome back to the church nerds podcast i'm bubba i'm anna and thank you for joining us on the live 365 app spotify youtube google play lovethynerd.com slash church nerds wherever you found us thank you so much for hanging with us today and our topic is the imago day sort of ish sort of twofold well okay so here's what happened uh, a few weeks ago, I was, um, I don't know what I was doing, but the kids were arguing, which I know comes as a big no, surprise to our, our listeners. No, not our kids, no. That our 
dearest angel children argue because they don't seem like they would. Yeah, they 100% did not get grounded before we started this podcast because they were like hurting each other. They were kicking each other in the face on the trampoline. That didn't happen, but also 100% did happen. <laughs> um, well, anyway, th- this was just a verbal dispute slash I don't know. So all of a sudden I hear, um, I, I don't remember what they were watching, but it had to have been something Star Wars related because all of a sudden I hear Naomi and Levi having this discussion about whether or not Yoda um, was created in the image of God. And what a I, question. Holy mackerel. In, in that moment, I was like, <clears throat> what? to what? What now? How do you and answer immediately that? my ears perk up because I'm like, I want to hear where this goes, which it didn't really go as far as I wanted it to because they don't, it was, they just both sit there and think, like, huh. Yeah. Uh, our, our little theologians, little nerdy theologians just Levi working this out. believes that Yoda is created <clears throat> in the image of God. And Naomi's like, no, because he's not real. <laughs> and so he can't be created in the image of God. Hmm. And I was just so proud, though, in that moment. But who are you more proud of? Just of of both of them. (laughs) Because, you know, first of all, Yoda is always worthy of discussion, right? And then also that we, I mean, the Imago Day is something that we have at least an elementary, like, understanding of the concept of the Imago Dei and our children, I think that that's that makes me happy. That makes me feel proud. Yeah, I don't know, proud. I just I just I'll feel happy it. about it. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, so that's what this episode is about. We're gonna unpack whether or not. Yoda, no, I'm just kidding. Well, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna talk a little bit about Yoda first, just for funsies, and then are you okay over there? I have a thing. Oh, I'm, no. I'm just no. It's not. It's not. Oh, no. it's, it's not the thing. I'm not sick. <laughs> I yeah, said I, I wasn't. Just, we I have, all, everybody thinks they're not. Sick. I have uh, maybe I am. I don't know. I've got. It's not important. I <laughs> continued the episode. You please. have a frog in your throat. That's what I have. Uh, He's no, right there. I do not have a frog. Ribbit. I just I have a Ribbit. a little something. It's not a tickle. It's more of a coating. Oh no! I don't want to say the word mucus on the podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> oh no! Okay. Anyway. So I found a an article um, just about some things you you may or may not have known about Yoda, because um, we're not. Let's be clear here, we are not talking about Grogu, Baby Yoda. No, we're talking about actual grown up old man Yoda. And also, Grogu is not Baby Yoda like that. But he is Baby Yoda. Get out of here. He's not really Baby Yoda, but we call him Baby Yoda. You that that's like saying that Yoda is his race, and it's not. Yoda's the name of a <laughs> human true. person. He's no, not. I'm not, sorry, not an human. alien. See, thing. is he created in the image of God? Um, there I'm, you go. I, I reserve my answer. Well, okay. So um, here's 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 a question. Did you know that Yoda was not always going to be his name? Or was it Grogu? What what if what if Anakin Skywalker uh or like Luke Skywalker uh-huh. were trained by um a Jedi master named Buffy? 
Is it Vampire Slayer? <laughs> that was was, was Yoda was also supposed names. to be a high school cheerleader? <laughs> I mean, like, what was the Buffy? Yeah. Oh, I also, no. they were talking about naming him Minch Yoda. Minch Yoda. Minch Yoda. I First like... name Minch, last name Yoda. Yeah, like Mr. Mr. M- Yoda, Minch Yoda. So like on his driver's license, it would just have said <laughs> Minch Yoda. I I think that that could have worked. I, mean, I don't know. I, so yeah. Yoda, Yoda is Sanskrit for warrior, so. Buffy, not in a million years. That, that just would never have flown. No, no buff. No? No buff. Uh, this is one that I wasn't sure. I don't know if this is interesting to you or not, but um, the makeup artist who was tasked with, like, creating the Yoda face uh-huh. designed it after his own face. He looks like that? He looks like this. Here, look at a picture of him. He looks like this. So, yes. Oh, my he does gosh. Look like Yoda. That's crazy. But obviously, he doesn't have the crazy ears, the, the, the actual dude. And um, he gave him basically that, like, a long upper lip that kind of looks like Albert Einstein's mustache. Mustache, yeah. Like, he added that kind of to his own face. Interesting. Type of thing. Um, to, so that people would make this like subconscious assumption that he's like a genius yes wow yeah i did i didn't but mm-hmm. i never would have like looked at him and, and they destroyed that like in the like the first time you like meet him <clears throat> they destroy the idea that he's a genius because they make him look See, and like sound an like an idiot like a drunk like an absolute idiot yeah. which by the way we have so many things to put in the show notes because i'm going to put that picture in there and I'm also going to put. Uh, have you heard that um, fly, uh, the the seagulls song? Yeah, I really. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I definitely thought of the seagulls song. Uh, let's see what else. Um, that log had a baby. <laughs> well, so Frank Oz was not always going to be the voice of Yoda. Who was it? Well, who were they looking at? Frank Oz. Um, they they were looking. I don't know. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, hold on. I think, okay, so, well, just, I know that, what what I say I know. Oh, you the know. The article you got, that I read. You have the internet was talking about how Frank Oz turned in his tape, his audition tape, and George Lucas was like, mm-hmm, Did cool. he say, we're gonna did he say keep waka looking. waka? We're going to keep looking. Well, he wanted to talk to Jim Henson. He talked to Jim Henson about voicing Yoda, but Jim, Jim Henson was busy. Henson did, did he do Kermit? Yes. Henson, yeah. They both voice a lot of the Muppet characters. Gotcha. Kermit is a Henson character. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, he was like, I can't do it because I'm working on the great Muppet caper. But never Frank Oz. No. Yeah. (laughs) Frank Oz, he would be great for this. And. George Lucas is like, mm, cool. Yeah, yeah he's, We're going to keep looking though, okay? Well, Frank's got a weekend. And you can toss out your little movie picture. He's Yoda, and and, and George Lucas loves him so much that he's like, he deserves an Oscar. But here's the thing. The Oscars people were like, we're not going to give him an Oscar. He's a puppeteer. He's not an actor. What, he's a voice actor. Isn't that lame? Did they ever end up giving him one? No. He's That's still alive, though, yeah? super li- Yeah, I think Frank so. Frank still around. Yeah, he's probably 
billion years old now. Let's let's lobby to get him an Oscar, dude. Anyway, or at um, the very least, a Kids' Choice Award. I mean, geez. So the way that Yoda talks, um, where okay, this is confusing. I don't quite understand it. Okay, because I'm barely smarter than a fifth grader. We've already established. No, this. you crushed that test. So, <laughs> so the way that he speaks, which is um, object, subject, verb, okay, languages, um. That is actually a way that many languages around the world, like it sounds really like rudimentary and cavemanish a little bit to us, but actually English is one of the few languages that departs from object, subject, verb. Um, and we do, how do we do? Um, I can't find it. We do it differently. Yeah, we talk good. We talk you're making it sound like we like we don't talk good, talk well. Yeah. I know how to actually say it, everyone. Superman does good. You do well. Anyway, so that was that was interesting, um, I thought, because that's a, like an iconic Yoda thing is like yeah. rewording things to where it sounds Use the like force, it. you will. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I never thought about like, mainly because I'm – an idiot, but I, I've never, no, I've never thought not. about the diagram of the sentence and how no. he uses it. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know if I realized that there was that much thought put into it, <laughs> you know, or maybe there wasn't. I feel like that's anytime you read or see something in the behind the scenes about a movie, you're like, wow, that's like really thoughtful. And you're like, yeah, these guys get paid like hundreds of thousands of dollars to do their job. And that's why there are so many Easter eggs in all of these, you know, different movies and shows and stuff like that. So to have a basically what turns out to be a grammatical pause for my brain to decide if that's a word. Grammatical? It is a word. Yes. It's a word. Because it's not grammatic. That's a stupid word. What? Yeah, right? This is my brain moving at the speed of smell right here. I um, You need to drink more coffee there. I'm drinking all the coffee. I even got a fizzy water what over here. What kind of coffee are you drinking? Black. You didn't open the Kentucky Wonder coffee? I think, is that the one that was up there? Is it in a bag? Yeah. Aren't they all in bags? No, there's one in the little pot. No, this is the one that was just the, the, the powder. I need to try some. Yeah, it's pretty good. Because I haven't had any. It's grammatical. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Maybe stay away from it. Do you need yeah. me to move on, or, or you, were you, you were? No, no, no. I was just, point. I just, I think it's really cool. Like those are, that is a, that is a, a very tasty Easter egg. Okay. I like it. Tasty. Mm. You should. Well, I, I was gonna say you shouldn't eat Easter eggs, but actually we do. I eat them all the time. Just the chocolate yeah. ones. Uh, Robin's eggs. And the other ones. Delicious. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Yoda was. 900 years old when he died. Yes. So this was something that I thought was interesting. I said we weren't going to talk about. Not as old as Adam. Baby Yoda Grogu. Okay. Um, so Grogu is supposed to be 50 years old. Uh-huh. But developmentally, he's about 18 months old. Yeah, he's Like in human terms, human earth terms, um, which would make Yoda at 900 years old, mm-hmm. about 27 when he died. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Like, he, we were talking about this a little bit before. A lot of the 27-year-olds that I know are, uh, pardon my French, buttholes. 
Um, you cannot say that. Well, it's not French either. So I they because I was twenty seven. You, you listening What's to this? A you were twenty seven. Less vulgar term that you could use. Poopy heads. No. <laughs> Don't say that. Stink you faces. Make me laugh. And my anyway. Um, just immature. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I call them buttholes. Who's immature now? <laughs> you know. So it's. But still, like they... Some of them are mature. Some of them are mature. I didn't say all of them. I said most of the ones that I've met. But they hit like, they think they've arrived, but they haven't kind oh, you, of thing. Yeah, you're so far from the top. You have Yoda over here at 27, who's like the tip-top accomplished Jedi Master. Now his 27 is 900. So like, it just is what it is. It's kind of not fair when your life spans that long. Not really. I mean, if, if I had if I had a hundred years or two hundred and fifty years to go through my twenties or whatever, like I I probably would be a lot like better. Like Methuselah. Like Methuselah. Nope. Um, <laughs> but I mean, still, like I when you're twenty seven, when you're when you're pre thirty, I feel like you're still trying to prove yourself to the world. You're still trying to get a foothold and basically trick people into thinking that you're worth something in this place and you may be you may not be but like a lot of people are like hey i'm the best and you just don't know it." well it's confusing because you graduate from high school when you're 18 and are quote unquote an adult and you get a lot of responsibilities and you get a few privileges i think you get a lot more responsibilities yeah. than you do privileges yeah, if you also being honest. get kicked out of your house most <laughs> often yeah or you decide to leave of your own volition, sir. Yes. I know. Um, I'm just saying. And you get a lot of things. But then, like, technically, your brain is not done developing not until 25. It's still soup. So that's why at 27, it's like, you're, but you're still kind of young. But you spend all this time from 18 to 25, like, hey, I'm an adult. Yeah. I want to be taken seriously. <laughs> I'm having to adult all the time. I'm yeah. having to make all these decisions all the time. But you're all still treating me like I'm a baby, and that's really, really frustrating. Yeah. And then you get to and thirty, you say, no and you're fair. like, "Oh, I was, I was a baby. Yeah. Now I know why everyone was treating me like a baby." When you're you're smoking your pipe on the back porch, and you, oh, I remember twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> Barely, it was so long ago. Such well, an accomplished human now. <laughs> so, uh, TED Talk over. But I mean, like honestly, even at thirty four now, um, I'm like. Am I 34 yet? I don't even remember. You are 34. I am 34. Okay, I got you. So, but even even at 34, like there are things that happen and there will continually forever be things that happen that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the better way to do that. I'm still learning. But yeah. I feel like when you're 100, it's like, <laughs> well, I, or also, 900 is, in though, Yoda's like, case. By 900, Yoda had outlived pretty much every person he came in contact with. So... Even though he was 27, he was still the oldest, wisest, had the most life experience Again, we, person we have, we have to just, being in the show. It's not It's right? not fair to say developmentally 27. It's just not fair to say. It's, you know, because it's like even our dog, he's 13. Maybe. Maybe he was develop me to, developmentally 27 at like 300. Yes. And then or twenty seven. Like fine wine yeah. from there. It, it feels like Grogu is more developmentally along than I am. 
now. Yes. Like he, he's so smart. He's so smart. And I'm like. He's learned things, but maybe his prefrontal cortex is still not quite done. Maybe he has two of them. Do you think he has a prefrontal cortex? I think he does. Okay. I think he has um, pre and a post. Okay. So here's another thing. Back to Yoda. Uh, Facts. I mean, I'm ready. Did you know that Yoda was basically supposed to look like a Smurf? I don't understand. I know all those words. It was supposed to be blue. Like in the original concept, that would have worked. And apparently, in um, in the Marvel comics adaptation of the movie, he's blue. Oh my gosh, that that comic! He's supposed to have a little like. Well, they said he was supposed to have a white beard. This picture, he doesn't have a white beard, but he's wearing like, like little tattered brown vest and shorts with a pointy brown hat looks like a smurf if you if you want to i've seen it if you want to and i don't mean to be dismissive but now that i know that you're like referencing the og comic from like george lucas original thought process like that comic is bananas crazy when you think about what star wars actually became chewbacca is a lizard well yeah i mean like I can't imagine being George Lucas. Anakin and Luke were alive and kicking at the same time. And I think that they were brothers. I could be wrong, but they weren't father and son. They were like. Well, when you think of like what a a concept started as in the creator's mind. And then when we're like, oh, Yoda. Yeah. Like Yoda green is a thing. There is a definite shade of green. Um, that's very like Yoda-ish and yeah, the is. way that he talks and the way that he moves and stuff like that. That and we're his, like, well, that's just Yoda, but it wasn't. His shade it's, is different than Grogu's. It's because we didn't read the book first. <clears throat> you are. <clears throat> something's happening to you. No, nothing's happening to me. I passed the plague to you. No, the, Well, the book is the movie in this case because I feel like the, the movie is way better than this idea that George Lucas had in his mind. Um, which the movie's better? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, he says that, right? No. Oh, he doesn't no. say that. Well, I don't know if he says it about that, but you can look and see when George Lucas could not let go of Star Wars. Yeah, and he just kept going back and like, well, we're gonna add this, and we're gonna add that, and we're gonna redo this, and we're gonna pull, you know, Hayden Christensen in as you know, in, back in the the original trilogy in the ghost, you know, section, and like, like just. Going back and just he, it's like, hey man, just stop, just stop touching it. Like wow. people loved this thing. So George, if you're listening, um, you know, long time listener, first time totally caller, totally is. By the way, yeah. Um, I, I, I was mildly entertained by the comic, but I don't think that um, it's by any stretch of the imagination, in my opinion, the superior of the two. Um, the comic was, as they say, not for me. So, uh, hey, I've got a Yoda fact for you, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, did you know that Weird Al Yankovic has uh, wrote a song about Yoda? I did read that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it on your list? Um, I don't. I've looked at a lot of Yoda stuff. I don't know where I saw it, but yes, I've seen that. Yeah, and it's it's good. It's qu- it's quality entertainment. Um, the last thing I'm going to say stuff, is actually. there was a possibility that. Yoda was going to end up being a monkey in a mask. 
I'm we can all, all the just way thank here our for lucky that. stars that that did not no, happen. No, I'm George Lucas. If you're listening, please make the change. <laughs> make it happen. Well, hey, we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna take a quick break, but when we come back, we're gonna look at. What does it mean to truly be made in the image of God? What does it mean to bear this Imago Day? And we're going to tackle that from a biblical perspective right here on the Church Nerds Podcast. Out of sight, out of mind. Not my monkeys, not my circus. A whole lot of not my problem, otherwise known as the excuses we give ourselves to turn a blind eye to our neighbor. Truth be told, there are a thousand reasonable reasons the world would agree are acceptable for walking away from a relationship. But when we consider the example we have in Jesus, we might be surprised to find all of our excuses fall measurably short in terms of what he desires from us. No one is perfect and no relationship is without flaw. But when we measure our love for others against God's love for them, chances are we can all raise the bar a little higher. When we find ourselves in a relationship that is difficult or trying or simply weighs heavy on us, let us not forget the love Jesus showed when Peter denied him in Luke 22 or in John chapter 20 when Thomas doubted him. Even his own cousin questioned who he really was at one point. But then there's Judas. Fully aware of what was to come, Jesus still chose him. With complete regard for the future, he still invited him to sit at the table. His love for Judas was not different than his love for James or John or Simon Peter. Did it take more effort? Possibly. Did he experience heartache along the way? I'm sure. Did he acknowledge the decisions of Judas in an effort to open a door to reconciliation? Yes, he did. But what we often fail to remember is Judas was in fact part of the plan. Boundaries are healthy and necessary, and we also know that people are not disposable. But without your Judas, your purpose may never come to fulfillment. Walk in the freedom of knowing that even those who you find hard to love, Jesus still died for. And while it may be easier to turn foot and retreat, the monkeys God placed in your circus are there for a purpose greater than you may ever understand. After all, Jesus himself commands us in John 15:12 to love each other as I have loved you. Hey there, and welcome back to Church Nerds. I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And you're listening probably on LTN Radio at ltnonair.com, on the Live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on our website at lovethynerd.com slash churchnerds, or three million years in the future on some technology we don't even know about yet. Maybe. Yeah, more than likely. Um, Maybe they were listening on, wait, did we already say this? Maybe it's they're listening on a cassette tape. Yeah, we've come full circle, and it's you guys are listening to us on vinyl, probably on AM radio, on ham radio. <laughs> okay, well, so this segment, we are going to talk about um, 
The other part of the argument that our children were having talked about Yoda. Um, and now we're going to talk about the image of God or the Imago Dei mm. um, as it that's a Latin term. Yeah. And um, apparently some people have big beef with that, I learned. Um, what do you mean? <clears throat> well, just, I don't know. There's a bunch of weird shady stuff that happened with the whole, like, Latin in church and only the priests were allowed oh, to use. You gotcha. know, like, yeah. there was a bunch of stuff that happened and even some theologically changing stuff that happened. Okay. Um. And so um, some people really, yeah. With the Vulgate. But this this concept of being created in the image of God is you, you cannot remove it from um, Christian theology. So um, I'm going to read um, from Genesis chapter 1, mm, actually. That's um, a good book, yeah. Yeah, this is the very end of that first chapter of Genesis. So this is God has been creating... The heavens and the earth in the beginning. God as, created the heavens as he and does, the earth. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is day six of creation. So interpret that as you will. But um, human beings are kind of the, the final thing, the final, you know, living things that he creates. Um, and so this is what this is what he says. <clears throat> then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. <clears throat> then God said, Look, I've given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food, and I've given every green plant as your food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Everything that has life. And that is what happened. <laughs> Then God looked over all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. So <clears throat> it should not be a surprise to anybody listening to this that I love Tim Mackey's um, podcast, Exploring My Strange Bible. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> you would be hard-pressed to find an episode where he does not talk about this story because it's like about this and about the fall mm -hmm. of of humanity. Um, Two very key points. Which yeah. are like back to back. Um, because those, because so much of that drives the way that we live our lives, or it should. Um, so <clears throat> it's, at, it's at the core of LTN's values. Yes, it is. Um, and actually, there's going to be some stuff coming out. Um, if you're part of the Fellowship of the Nerd group, mm -hmm. you may have already seen it. So the Fellowship of the Nerd is our um, group of all the people who financially support um, Love Thy Nerd. Yeah, people that are invested mm -hmm. in what it is that we're doing and the mission that we're on. And so some of the resources and things that we're releasing will release 
sort of early there mm-hmm. so that people can yeah. see, hey, this is what we're working on. Um, and there's a, we're, t- we're working on like the missions mm-hmm. and value, mission statement and values. And yeah, all we of have those our mission, vision, values, slide deck. It's, that is the That's term. That's the word. That's the term. <laughs> Um, and so, and I was reading through that um, because I was pretty sure that yes, the the image of God being ma- made in the image of God, the fact that that Jesus loves every person, regardless of their culture, regardless mm-hmm. of their ethnicity, regardless of their age or their gender or any other any delineator, you know, yeah, measurement that humans have put on one another that create divisions. Mm-hmm. Jesus is like no the. All of these people bear God's image, and because they do, he loves them. And because they do, we ought to, to treat them with dignity, with worth, with value. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, if you do not understand this concept or of, of the image of God and of other human beings bearing that image, it's going to fundamentally break living a Christian life. No, 100%. You just cannot do it. And everybody who is anybody in a, in a Christian sphere has some way, shape, or form uh, of terminology that they use that is like, love God, love others. Mm-hmm. And th- th- because I, I used to kind of snub my nose at that, and again, that's <laughs> probably when I was 27. Um, <laughs> but... You know, it, it was one of those things where I'm like, man, this is everybody's freaking slogan for their church. It's everybody's mission statements, everybody's motto. And then I'm like, yeah, no, it should be. Yeah. It absolutely should be. Yeah. You should love God and you should love other people. And if you can't love other people, there is a major issue there. Yeah. Major. Yeah. So um, Tim Mackey um, also is one of the creators of the Bible Project, which is like mm-hmm. these videos of a lot of times of really sometimes it's Hard something simple stuff, that yeah. actually has a lot of layers to it or some really deep things. Um, and they're like little animated videos. Dude, he's got where, one on. But he is a, a Hebrew scholar, a Greek and Hebrew scholar. Yeah. And so like deep thinking stuff. Big Star Wars fan. Big a lot of Star Wars references in his stuff. Yeah. He's got I'm just going to do a quick plug here. He's he's got one on uh the Satan. Mm-hmm. That is just like now break your brain. I need to say this because I think that it is important. A lot of times and even you and I, we will take people like Tim Mackey and we will set him above the the crown of the earth. Like mm-hmm. just if Tim Mackey says it, then it's scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some things that he says that I do not agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not going to go into those things. But I, as as you're taking these different theologians, these different scholars, they're, they're going to say things that they might think or believe, and it might be a major stretch for you. Now, that major stretch might be a good stretch or it might be a bad stretch. It's just good to know that even... Anna and I, when we're talking to you here on Church Nerds or whatever it is, like if you're new to the faith or if you're old to the faith or if you're just like checking things out or dabbling or whatever, always, always, always take the things that you sit, that are said to you, that you hear, that you read, whatever, and go and examine them, like everything. Mm-hmm. So, 
Well, these particular so things we have examined that have we're about to talk about. Given the preamble there. Yes. Well, he has the Bible Project has um a, a little video about the image of God, and um what it talks about is how culturally at the time that um the Bible was written when Moses was writing it, the the creation account, um to say to talk about the image of God, um authoritarian like figures mm-hmm. at, at that point in time would they would create their image which was basically idols and they would expect that those things be worshiped they would expect that i mean that that it which is it's their, like historically it's their documented yes and so um it was kind of a big departure from what was going on for one thing um they didn't worship any king they were not even supposed to worship their own king when nope. they eventually got one. Um, freaking story. Not only that, but they were not supposed to create any graven images, any images nope. of it, really of anything, but definitely not of God um, because God had already created his image in all of these living beings yeah. everywhere. Um, and so the, the job of... Our job as image bearers is, which we sometimes do very poorly, is to reflect um, his nature yeah, um, and to reflect his care um, to everything around us, to one another and also to creation. And so because of that, like because that's our job, we, he's uniquely gifted us to be able to do that. Yeah. But because of that, um, we are uniquely capable of really wrecking things mm-hmm. um, when we don't, because it's we we choose to determine right and wrong for ourselves, and then we create this this problem in the image, um, and it's yeah, problem is like putting it lightly. It's catastrophic and oh, has, yeah. it has been catastrophic catastrophic it's been catastrophic to like different races over time it's been catastrophic to our planet yeah um because we and I've, people are going to disagree yeah over this and they probably would disagree with me mm-hmm. people in my own family oh yeah 100%. probably disagree with me over this but I, but i believe that like a lot of the problems you know that we see are their results of us inaccurately bearing this image like we mm-hmm. we can't help but bear the image right like right that's it's like when somebody is like oh you you look just like your mom you're like no i don't i was like well you, you don't get to decide that like well, you, you, do. You, do, you do you know and so we i think over the course of time and just it would happened almost immediately but over the course of time what we've done is we have taken all of the responsibilities of being an image bearer of God and not given the credit where it's due, um, you know. Right. So one of, the, one of the things that Tim Mackey references too is how we pick and choose the parts of the image of God that work for us, mm-hmm. that we like, that we agree with, and we elevate those things yep. and we don't care about certain other things. And basically we become this unbalanced yeah. 
it's a callousing of the heart. Um, but it's this unbalanced. I think of it like uh, when you need there, like if you see a physical therapist, you have a, you have a bad back or something. You see a chiropractor or a physical therapist, kind of either one of them will tell you that like you can start you can do adjustments and you can start working on the muscles and things, but at the point where you are in, you're kind of broken, you're walking in this way, like, because your muscles have learned to be that way. They're Mm -hmm. not supposed to be that way, but that's how things have developed because usually of certain things that you have done, like certain patterns of the way that you have moved your body like if you sit in a chair all day and don't walk enough or yeah. you, um, you know, have walked with a limp or, you know, different things that they can get worse and worse and worse because a problem hasn't been corrected. And so to try and like rein that in, it doesn't, it's not a, like an overnight fix. Uh-huh. It's this long term thing yeah. because you're, you're getting back to the way your body was supposed supposed you know like your back was supposed to be moving or whatever um and so he taught he likens that i i i liken that but he (laughs) used different examples but that's what it made me think of um in this coming back to you know through christ the new man in this new way to be human kind of thing Mm -hmm. that it's the it's the way we were supposed to be in the very beginning in the garden before everything got broken because we are image bearers um, well, and I don't think that that has even, you know, we, we want to try and separate Old Testament and New Testament as, you know, I'm, you know, we're an Acts church. I hear that a lot of times and stuff like that. It's it, an it, Acts two church. I know. Okay, specifically, yeah, specifically. And so it's like you, I think that it's good to make those, you know, to to say those things and to have that mindset. Like this is what we're doing and why we're doing it, but also to understand that. But this has been the story the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like this 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 was the design mm-hmm. from the beginning. Yeah. Even so, to look at, you know, not the latest iteration, but like when Jesus came, these people were called followers of the way, and then they started to become, you know, they, they started to, to hold the moniker of Christian. And that word literally means tiny Christs, like one who is like Jesus. And so even in that, term that we that we take and i know that there are some people out there that don't take up the name well i'm not i'm not a christian you know mm-hmm. um, because of what it entails and what it has embodied over time but just that word in and of itself christian carries the imago day mm-hmm. because it's it's even saying hey as a label you're not just worshipers and followers of jesus but you are to be like him you are to to do the things that he did so much so that even in the new Testament, like that's what Jesus did was he was like, okay, Hey, here's the blueprint. Just do this stuff and you will be like me. And then Paul even comes behind him and reiterates a lot of stuff. Um, But I mean, the thing of it is, is like, we're not removed from that. Even, you know, at that point, however many thousands of years later you want to put on that, like we're not removed from that. And now we are still not removed from that. We are called to have the mindset that God has, to do the things that he would have us do. And that's going to be different than what everybody else does. It will be different. Yeah. Um, well, so some of the some of the characteristics of us 
as humans that are unique from the rest of creation as image bearers or like we talked about that mm -hmm. we're uniquely tasked with this reflecting God's image and caring for creation, caring for one another. Yeah. Um, but also that we are, we desire a relationship with God and that he pursues relationships with us, that that is not something that you see with any of the other created beings. Right. Um, also that we value human life and justice in a way that other created beings do not, you know, gazelles and lions and zebras, if we're British, zebras. Yeah. Oh my. Um, and our dog and our cat, they don't, you know, they don't really care about human life. They don't care about the ecosystem. They don't care about any of that stuff. It's not just, a concern. Whatever will feed me today, that is what I'm concerned with. And yeah, that's not a dig. It just, the, no, it's, it's just it, what it, it is. It is, it is the way that it is. But because we are different, that makes us become concerned mm -hmm. about all these other things. Um, I liked this quote from Matt Chandler. He says, uh, the Imago Dei is at the root of every confrontation of injustice. Mm -hmm. So, like the abolishment of of slavery, yeah. um, that is an imago day concept. Um, that a a, a black person mm -hmm. at that point in time was not seen as a whole person. Yeah, and say no, they are as whole mm -hmm. as me or you or any other person because they are created in the image of God. Absolutely. Um, that is an Imago Dei thing. And so, and that should carry forward past that decision, mm -hmm. like to today, because obviously we know that that, that court decision did not fix a lot no. of the problems. No. And so it still needs to be continuing on in us today that we say that we are going to treat each other like humans. Yes. You know, who we are. And I mean, with, with LTN specifically, because I think that this needs to be said, I don't know that we say it on a, uh, you know, on a grand scale very often, but that is one of our big things is, you know, we want to make sure that justice is in its proper place. And that means that everybody gets their fair shake. Um, and, it's not, oh, you get a you get more than this person or whatever. It's it's like, no, we, we believe that God loves absolutely every single person on the face of the planet, rooted in this Imago Day idea that no, I don't care what the you know defining factor that, that you may place on your life, right, wrong, or otherwise, Jesus loves you. Like mm -hmm. that's that's what we're here to let you know. And that's why our name is love thy nerd that's why it rang so true with us was because it hits exactly what it is that we're trying to do trying to bring everything back to that moment of and that idea that no jesus like jesus loves you you've heard all of these other negative things about maybe not being a whole person or you know that your particular idea about something it just it separates you from everybody and you know just kind of ruins everything it's like hey jesus loves you the world may not sometimes christianity may say things that are completely you know against the purpose of christianity towards you or your people group but hey it's important that you know that jesus loves you and specifically with ltn we love you too yeah and i think that you know 
showing that love and showing that care and that dignity is a part of restoring I, um, a healthy identity. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, you, who you believe that you are yeah. is going to directly impact the way that you live your life. Um, it shapes your identity and yeah. then your behavior follows your identity, mm-hmm. which is a like that's documented in psychology too. Like science agrees with this. That oh, yeah. If you believe something about yourself, about your identity and who you are at your core, that thing will, will become true. Absolutely. It will work its way out yep. in you. And so when we are loving people, somebody who has been broken and believes that they are broken and to say, no, I believe that you are a whole person created in the image of God, mm-hmm. that the the idea, the prayer and the hope is that they will be able to latch onto that and have a restoration mm-hmm. of that identity in them. Um, and I know we talked about this, um, I think in the spirituality and cinema episode that yeah, we did. Yeah, probably. Because because I cannot talk about this without talking about Moana because I just <laughs> yeah. I just love it. But the yeah. moment where she says, "This is not who you are," I know who you are. Yeah. Um. The, that ultimate act of love, um, and treating Tafiti. Yeah. Uh, not as if she's Tafiti, but as if she is. Um, what's the name of the other? One? I have the good one. no idea. Well, I can't remember. Yes. I need to watch the movie again. Everybody. Her true self. Yeah. yeah, the 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 wonderful life giving yeah. you know being that she had been broken down from right. you know becoming. So anyway, that's um. You know, and it, it's like with this all being said, you know, right now there is uh, there there is a lot of of social turmoil around um, you know, even you know pushed towards the Asian population right now, and hashtag Stop Asian Hate is out there. And we're just going to have it said right now so that it is out there on in podcast land and for everybody to know that that is not okay. It mm-hmm. is not okay. Um, to target a people group is not okay. Uh, that is not it, – A, it's just not factual. It's, it's completely unfounded. And B, it is ridiculous to – target an entire people group for a single concern that you have. Um, that is, is just, it's gross. It's, it's not how Jesus would have us act. Um, the Bible actually says that for us as Christians, if we have an issue with our brother, to take it to them, um, not to attack their race or their religion or their sexual orientation or anything like that, is to take that issue to that person so that you can resolve and reach reconciliation. So we stand with our Asian brothers and sisters. Um, whether you be Christian or not, it does not matter to us right now. We just want you let, to let you know that we love you and that Love Thy Nerd stands with you in this time of injustice. And if, if you are being targeted or feeling targeted or anything like that, just know that you can reach out to us. Um, I say this because it, it just is important. Anne and I, we are, we are white people, um, and I cannot change that. 
the fact that I'm white, but what I can do is I can stand with people who feel oppressed by maybe white people or anything else. Um, so that is a big piece of who we are. It's a big piece of what we do. It's at the core of Anna and, and I um, and who we are as people that we truly believe that we are called to love and serve specifically within LTN, our nerdy neighbors. But even if you want to step outside of that realm for a second, just to love our neighbor as ourself. And right. I mean, because according to Jesus, your neighbor is anybody could be anybody, anybody. There is there is no um, geographical marker on who your neighbor is. So I want you to hear from us. And if you know somebody who is feeling this way or if you had a question about what Love Thy Nerd felt or thought or where our stance was on that issue, um, it is the same place that we stood on Black Lives Matter. And it will be the same place that we stand on the next social injustice that continues to plague our country and our world, is that we stand with the oppressed, we stand with the marginalized, because we know that that person and that group bears the image of God, and that he loves them, and we love them too. So hopefully you can get something out of this, um, and if nothing else, just some encouragement, but make sure that you tell somebody that you love them today. Um, if you know somebody who is being, you know. Is this like the fellowship portion of the sermon? Yeah, basically, yeah, we're going to pass the plate here in just a second. Don't worry about it. Um, elbow bump somewhere. Yeah, I mean, but, but reach out to somebody and tell them that you love them today and that they're cared for. Um, and, you know, you don't have to tell them that Love Thy Nerd sent you. Just be so imbued to go and show love to somebody today. And if you know somebody who feels um, like they are, they're being oppressed or repressed or anything like that, reach out to that person, maybe also, um, specifically first, but also reach out to that person. We're going to take another short break. And when we come back, we have nerdy recommendation for you today and also the church nerds memory verse. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more of the church nerds podcast. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search and favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Tiger Uppercut! Well, to close out our show today, we've got a nerdy recommendation for you, and it's the same one as last week. Surprise! Yeah, supplies. The reason being did you is say supplies. I did. Well, that's supplies. an inside. That's an inside joke. Oh. When Matt okay. was streaming, he was playing Ghost of Tsushima, and you can pick up supplies in the game. 
And so like they would be just like around a corner and go, oh, supplies instead of surprise. Um, and so anyway, we we are still running our 20% off of the entire store at lovethynerd.com slash store. So I want to encourage you guys. There were so many of you that went and got stuff, play mats, um, so many sweaters, uh, T-shirts, button stickers, lanyards, all that stuff. I want to encourage you guys to go. Like it's twenty percent off of everything in the store right now, um, with no limitations. Uh, so if you want to go and do that, the coupon code is we w e r a r e three t h r e e all spelled out. We are three because we are three. Um, LTN turned three years old in March, and so we're going to carry this out probably through mid-April because we got kind of a late start. I think everything kind of kicked up around maybe the 17th, 16th-ish um, when the coupon code started to work and all sorts of things. So we're going to extend it a little bit. And Nintendo does this all the time. Like the entire year was Mario. So <laughs> we can do this. But yeah, head on over to lovethynerd.com slash store. Use coupon code WEAR3 at checkout for 20% off of your entire order. Sweet. And get this stuff out of my house. Please. And also, the more you buy, the more we can get. Like, that's just... That's true. ...how it works. We have some plans. Yeah. Um, we're we're uh, building a shed, which we we'll are. probably talk about maybe next week. I don't know. Hopefully, I'm yeah. I'm very excited about Hopefully. it. We've been trying to work toward this for a very long time. Yep. And it's happening. So doing I, some actual, maybe we'll have some space to store some things. I don't know. Doing some actual but renovation still in our own house. buy everything. Now, buy all the things. It's important to know that the you buying things doesn't help us renovate our house. Oh, no, that's we not, don't get that money. It's not no. how that works. <laughs> no, we do not. That's important no, to know. No, we are, yeah, we're, we are... Um, Using those Biden bucks, baby. Biden, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the stimmies. Yeah. Okay, so um, here's our church nerds. I'm so Memory ready. Verse. I'm so ready. Hold on, wait, one thing. I want to reconcile this mistake that i made taka is the lava oh, monster yeah and tafiti is yeah previous segment from moana the, the mountain lady yeah so yes i wanted to acknowledge to everyone that i said the wrong thing i'm so sorry okay so ephesians 5 1 says therefore be imitators of god as beloved children or as dearly loved children Aww. some some versions say but that's just that's the perfect thing this is who we are we are god's children Yes. And that's our identity and and we are to imitate him. And it is so important like we talk all the time about the the importance of being a child of God and what it takes to get there. And there's songs about yeah. it, which I'm not going to sing cuz you guys. Oh. Oh man. My it's, voice is bad. <laughs> it's not good. And so but this in this particular passage right here, it's talking about as children of God. Uh -huh. So it, it, even then, it gives you like that extra little thing. Is it's the world out there is not going to they're going to bear the image of God, but they're not going to be imitators of God. Right. You mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as children of God, I'm speaking to the Christians here, the followers of Jesus. You yeah. as the the bearer of the image of God and the the active bearer of the image of God. You got to be an imitator. Mm -hmm. um, so, yep. thank you for coming to my little sermonette. But like that's that was the joining of two very important points that can just be easily read over in Scripture. Maybe we'll do a little bit more of that. Hopefully not. I don't know. Sometimes these things just fall out of my face. And You're going to have to write it. 
I didn't write that. That was just it's just <laughs> on my heart. On my heart of hearts. Yeah. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Oh man. Oh bless my heart. No, stop um, it. What else? Hey, how about you just uh, <laughs> talk about lovethynerd.com? Although you already heavily plugged lovethynerd.com at the beginning of the show. I did. I'll Remember do it that again. that one time when I'll you took again. all of my time? Watch, I'm going to take me taking your time right I'm gonna, now. I'm going to well, I'll just make it longer. That's fine. <laughs> hey, be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com. Maybe you've heard of it. Kind of a big deal on the internet. For amazing articles on all things nerdy as well as this show and other podcasts and videos. And if you'd like to directly support our mission, become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, I think that'd be super dope, please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. And also don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com, and that's going to give LTN a small kickback of the purchases that you are no doubt making right now Oh boy, we talked about those Biden bucks. I can guarantee you're on Amazon right now. Um, no, no cost to you. Um, it just gives a little kickback to LTN. So that again, that's smile.amazon.com, and make sure you choose Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice. You can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms and on LTN Radio each and every Friday morning. And you can find that by going to ltnonair.com. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you this today, I promise it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds.